GPS Tom Kearney Show. Yours truly, Tom Kearney. The host every night, Monday through Friday from 9 until 10, with a little bit of live and in real-time radio. And we're about serious business most of the time during the week. Uh, and then on Friday night, if we make it, and we have made it again, we compliment ourselves by having a, a kind of a free-for-all trivia night. And that's what we're going to be doing tonight. And I invite you to join me with the answers. I'll tell you the one rule in a moment. Uh, the number is 919-860-WPTF. You need 919-860-9783. 9783, if you have letters on your telephone, 9783 works out to be WPTF. So that's a, a good memory device. And Brittany, our producer, will line you up, and we will invite you to give us an answer. And uh, will you get a gold star? Figuratively speaking, in your imagination, if you you get it right. The only rule we have in terms of trivia on the Tom Kearney show is that you cannot look the answer up. You can you cannot use that magical device that you're always working on, uh, that is taking part place of some people's brains. But you have to use your brain, the one that's in your head. You cannot use any handheld device. You cannot use a PC or a Mac. You can't even pull an old reference book, a World Almanac or something, down from the shelf. You're you're sort of stuck, like if you're on a desert island and uh, you'd washed up and you had only the resources within your head. So that's what it is. There is one way you can get a little help if you need it, and that is from another human being, some living person who may be in the car with you or helping you wash the dishes, working in the shop, sitting on the couch, whatever, and you can whisper and they can whisper in your ear the correct answer. And I'll ask you not to be bashful. You might as well come on down if you think you know the answer. Call and testify, as the Baptist would say. The way you do that is dial 919-860-9783. And it's going to be a potpourri tonight, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We've been doing that for the last couple of months, most of this year, as a matter of fact. Uh, We're down to, uh, let's see, March the 5th. 2021. We're already that far into the year, and uh, we've we've pretty much had potpourri trivia this year. Not before too long, we're going to have another music trivia show, and we'll invite you to join us for that. I'm going to pull a trivia question out of the air because an anniversary occurred this week, and that is it occurred yesterday. March 4th is the day that most American presidents were have been inaugurated throughout most American history down until... Well, I, that's what I want you to tell me. When when did it, when did it change to January twentieth? Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. So we'll pull a trivia question out of just out of the air anywhere. A carryover from last week is a a trivia question, and we we're bound to do that sometime. We've been through most of the states and asked you the capitals of obscure places like Carson City, Nevada, and Cheyenne, Wyoming, and uh, uh, Columbia. Uh, no, Jefferson City, Missouri. I was about to say Columbia. That's where the where University of Missouri is, but not where the capital is. Raleigh is, of course, the capital of North Carolina. But uh, what now I want us to do, well, I'm a great watcher of Jeopardy and, and miss Alex already, but he was, of course, a Canadian, and I'm sure he told them, since the show was, was shown in Canada, that uh, there should be some questions in most sessions concerning Canada, his homeland. And then I always believe that if you didn't know the answer, guess Canada. You got you got, got a pretty good chance. So uh, by way of commemorating uh, that and uh, and Alex Trebek, I'm asking you to tell me the capitals of the Canadian provinces. 
and you can pick three and just name those. I can give you three and say name those, but but to make it a little more wide open, uh, you can. I think there are eleven or twelve, and you can pick them. We we got an answer to the capital of Canada last week, which is Ottawa, but the capitals of uh, Quebec and Ontario and Saint Prince Edward Island and Charlotte Charlotte uh, Charlottetown Island, uh, British Columbia, whatever. What are the capitals of those? So there is an open one, and, and you can. You would hope I could name three. Now, if you don't know the answer to some of our questions that have multiple answers, name the ones that you do, and we'll get somebody else to name the rest of them, and we'll build an answer, make it a community effort. 919 is the number, 860-9783 the provincial capitals of Canada. Okay? Now, last week I tried an experiment, and boy, well, and behold, it worked. I had made a bet with myself that it wouldn't work. Every time I tried to do some literary or intellectual stuff, like quotations and things, on our trivia show, it has not not worked out. But last week, I tried a new version of it. I, I name a book, and you tell me the author of the book, okay? And they, they come packages of three. There's something magical about the, uh, the, the number of three. So I'm going to tell you three, and if you know one or two or three of them, 919-860-973. And I've got to get my card that has these on it and uh, get it turned over to the right right page. Well, I'll tell you three. Should I start with an easier one or with a hard one? I'll start with an easier one, easier one, and then we'll go to the harder ones. These are the three books, and I want the authors of the three books. The Catcher in the Rye, To Kill a Mockingbird. Everyone ought to get that. And Gone with the Wind, and everyone ought to get that, too. So those are the three, if you know those three. And uh, we'll go on to some that are a little bit harder. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Brittany, has anybody arrived yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. We'll have a slow beginning. We'll see who will be our seed caller tonight. Nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. This week, uh, a coach in the Atlantic Coast Conference got uh, a signal victory. It was a large number. It placed him high on the list of winningest basketball coaches of all time. I would like for you to see if you can name the top three, and if you're really good, the top five coaching leaders in the number of wins that they have uh, achieved. Interestingly enough, I'm looking at this, the uh, three, the top three are in the Atlantic Coast Conference. And so you ought to get those with no, and this includes current active and those who have finished their careers. Number four is not ACC, but number five is ACC. So of the uh, winningest coaches in Division One college basketball, four of them of the top five are from what is now the Atlantic Coast Conference, the 15-team conference, not the A-team conference that we had for so long. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Let me see some other thing we've got here. I uh, always like to have a question about geography or about weather. Tell me the highest temperature ever recorded in the United States, where it was recorded and when it was recorded within the United States. And this includes all 50, not the lower 48, but all 50. I may ask you to do the lower 48 uh, uh, at some point, but the highest temperature and the lowest temperature. And curiously enough, when you have the place names for, for the lowest and the highest, there is one word in the title of the place that is the same in both of them. It's a geographic feature. But uh, when tell me the, the, the temperature 
and where it was recorded and what date. And you can even approximate that. See 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 how close you can come. Nine one nine eight six zero WPTF nine one nine eight six zero WPTF, and uh, we'll we'll be able to get you on the air, and you can give us your answer. And then then we'll quit. We'll take a break, and we will let you queue up, and we will wait for you to come to us. Uh, what are the uh, one two three four? Let's say five five most populous towns in North Carolina. What is the most populous? the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth, and see if you can name them, hopefully in that order, from the, the most populous down to the top. What we'll end up with is the top five. We will later do the top five in the United States, but don't be good looking it up now. That's the honor code. You cannot cheat. You cannot look it up. You have to know it, and there's nothing wrong with an educated guess. The top five cities in population in North Carolina. Okay, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, Tom Kearney on the Tom Kearney Show this Friday night, and we're going to take a brief pause now, and you can queue up, that is to say, get in line, and hopefully answer some of our questions, and usually, once we get our seat caller, everything works all right. We'll be back in just a couple of three minutes. Be sure to hit one button on AM in your car and one button on FM at the appropriate frequencies so you can tune in to hear the Tom Kearney Show and, in fact, all the shows on WPTF. I am told by Miss Brittany that uh, Anthony from Broadway is on the line, and I'm going to believe that. Anthony, how are you this evening? How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm doing fine, too. Well, good. I, I know you... you uh, had a health challenge about three or four months ago, and I, I haven't had a report, and we probably shouldn't spend too much time with personal health, but I am assuming that you're all right and that you're doing okay. So that's, that's Still good. using a walker, but the rest of me is good to go. Well, I'm doing that too, and I indeed, uh, uh, I'm older than you and have bad knees. I probably will be using one for the rest of my life, but I'm just glad not to be incarcerated anywhere. At all. Exactly. Same here. Which question are you going to take tonight? Well, I'm going to take your first question. The 20th Amendment changed the inauguration day from March 4, January 20, and the president that was the first one to have that was Franklin Delano Roosevelt's second term of office. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He made it. The last inauguration on March 4th was in 1933, and uh, when the the it was noted in news items, you know, that's kind of what you call soft news because it's pretty old, but, I mean, it's something that people find interesting, at least I do. It was remarked that he made a great, one of his most famous remarks was made in that speech. Have we talked about this before? If not, I'm going to ask you what the remark was. I don't think, well, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. That's the that's the quote. that, uh, And, of course, he took office, whatever one may think of Mr. Roosevelt, and I've discovered that people still have really bad vibes about him if they are of a certain political stripe. Uh, I think uh, what Mr. Rose, and he, I think he was a kind of of that stripe himself, but he realized we were in real trouble and something had to be done. So he, he'd done something, and uh, the country was on the way to getting out of the Depression when the war came along, and yes, the the the, the war got us out of the Depression, I'll accept that. But anyway, he he... He took care of business, I think would be the modern target. And so, but the March 
uh, one of the things that happened when they did that, they used to be what they called the lame duck section of Congress, and that is the people from the last Congress had to come back and uh, serve until March 4th, and then they, the new Congress came in. Now the new Congress, that they don't come back, the new Congress just comes in uh, in the first week in January. Right. And it got rid of that. Well, Well, that's what it. amazes me, my aunt was born in 1920, so when FDR took office the first go-around, she was still 12 years old, and when she was 25, he was still the president. Well, you know, he was, and you make a good point, but he was the first, for, for some people, I can remember reading stories uh, in when I was teaching history about the way that people in America confronted his death, and for so many of the relatively young people, it was the, he was the only president they had ever known. I mean, think right. about the, the English people, the Brits, uh, when something happens to Queen Elizabeth. Uh, she's been the queen since 1952. The only one they've had. I think she has the record now, 68 years, I believe. Uh, she does. Yeah, and so uh, it's it's been a. We'll have to get some trivia questions about British royalty. That'll that will be that will be good, particularly since there's going they're starting to fight with each other again. And so, right. Uh, <laughs> as you probably know if you've been listening to the news, but uh, it's she's uh, she and her husband are hanging in there. You mean? Uh, Harry and his Miss Markle, Prince Philip. Oh yeah, yeah. He well was, he just he just had a medical procedure I think this week. He right. was in the hospital. Yeah, he's like ninety nine and still hanging in there. Right. There, yeah, it, it must something to be said for that. Uh, of course, her father died really early, but he had he had he never did have good health, and there were a lot of people in his family that hated that he ended up being the king. And, you know, he ended up being the king only because Edward abdicated and so on. You know what? I'm got to, I'm doing one of my worst habits now, and that is I'm having too much fun. And we've huh. got another caller waiting, Anthony. So I'm going to... All right, I'll let you go, Tom. And it's good to talk with you always. It's always good to hear from you. Thank you, Anthony. Yes, Anthony sir. Is Have a good one. one. Anthony is one of our seed callers, and he uh, almost always... I. I will, I'll say always knows the answer, and so he's got us off to a good start now. A lady, Zana, is that the, did I say it right? You did. That's correct. Okay, my Miss Brittany did the best she could. Uh, it, w- it would be my fault for not hearing well, but uh, is that is that your nickname, or is that really your name? That is my given name. Okay, I'm just just curious. I've never heard it before. Is it D A N T A? Oh, it's Z, last letter of the alphabet. Z, okay. Like Susanna okay. without the Z. <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, have we talked before? Maybe many, many years ago, but not recently. Okay. Well, I'm glad you came back anyway, and I hope I'm not off-putting by being so curious tonight. I, no, that is fine. I suffer from terminal curiosity. That's how I got into this business. Which one of our questions do you want to answer? How about the author's? Okay, well, this is, as I said, this is the easy set. If you're good, we ought to save you for the bad set, the harder set, but let's just go with it and see what happens. Okay, I'll take another question, too, if you want okay. to. No, no. I know I, what I'll do is I'll issue you a, a pass, and normally we only let a person answer one question, but if we really get into a tough thing and nobody can answer it, you can call back if you will. Okay. I, and, and, and get the other ones. But I... Uh, I've never had much luck with literary topics, so I thought I'd pick a, a group of easy ones. But I think The Catcher in the Rye was was the first one to own this list. J.D. Salinger? What do you know about J.D. Salinger? He had uh, something that would 
Well, there, there was something that would distinguish him. Most people know about J.D. Salinger. And I do not. Do not. He he pretty much disappeared. I mean, he, he was a, became a recluse and sort of lived in this small time in, town in Vermont and granted, granted no interviews. And that book is one of the most influential, in some ways, books one, uh, of its time. In fact, when I went to college, I went to Wake Forest back in the early 60s, there were two books that I want to read that I could not find in my hometown, and one of them was The Catcher in the Rye. And so the first thing I did to start my education in college was to go to the library. It took me a while to figure out just how to get into the library, <laughs> so I needed a lot of education. So where Number, was your hometown? Part, Goldsboro. Okay. Just 50 miles down the road. Wayne uh, County. Wayne County, right. Uh, my, I was talking to one of my cousins this week who lives in Raleigh and about her father, who, and he the first I, I remember at his funeral, the minister said the first time he ever met my uncle Zeke, he said, "I'm a Wayne County man." And there are yeah. people in Wayne County who are like like I won't say my uncle Zeke, but like my father, who if they never left Wayne County, they would be happy. They they found whatever they were looking for there. To Kill a Mockingbird, perhaps the most well-known, most mentioned book of of its generation. Who wrote that? Right, and that's Harper Lee. Harper Lee. And you know what? I wish they'd left her alone. She she wrote it. They they came up with another book in her olden days, and I, I just think she sort of hit the mark with that one, and that she should be just left alone. Have you you read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Way back in, um, I can't remember if it was middle school or high school. Right, it's one that it's is on a lot of school lists, as a matter of fact. And have you seen the movie? I haven't. I want to you read should. the book, and I just, you know, now that I'm older, I want to read the book again before I see the movie. Okay, you should see it. Now, we've got just time enough for you to give the one more. I'm enjoying this, but unfortunately, well, it's neither one. We've got a news coming up. Tell me the third one, who who have written and, Gone with the Wind. And Margaret Mitchell. And Margaret Mitchell. I have read that one. And seen the movie. And seen the movie. Who hasn't? <laughs> right. And they've got an they've got another version from um, the slaves' perspective as well as you know there's Scarlet as well. Okay, I'm. But I know you've got to go. <laughs> no, no, I do. I'm sorry because I'm enjoy. I always particularly enjoy infrequent callers because it's the only time I I get to see them. But thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye bye. <laughs> 35 at WPTF. We're back. Tom Kearney here on a Friday night. It's March 5th, 2021, and we got an answer to our question about the inauguration that occurred on March 4th. We are playing trivia tonight, and we'll be back to our trivia tonight and talk to a caller from Raleigh in just a moment, but we do a little promoing usually about this time, about halfway through the program, and the promoing amounts to this, that on Monday night, Dr. Mike Walden will make his uh, monthly visit to talk about the economy, and on Tuesday night, my brother Stephen will be back. Uh, March is Women's History Month, and he's going to be talking about the history of females, uh, in, in not only in front of the camera, but behind the camera and management and so on in uh, television. So uh, we uh, hope you will go will listen in to that. In the meantime, we are doing potpourri trivia tonight. Uh, the number is 919-860-9783. Remember, you can't cheat. You can't use your electronic device. And we would love to talk to you and see if you can answer a question. And that's what I'm asking Henry now. Henry, can you answer a question? Yes. Uh, I'd like the, the one about the five cities. The five cities. Which one? In North Carolina? 
in North Carolina, yes, sir. Rated according to population. Let's see if you right. can come up with the five. The uh, largest one is Charlotte, Raleigh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, and this last one I'm not positive, but I think it's Durham. Okay, let me look here and see. I've got these written down somewhere here. Greensboro. You need to reverse Durham and Winston-Salem. Durham comes before Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem okay. has grown a little bit in the last few years, but not as much as the other towns have. All the other ones that you've named have grown spectacularly uh, over the years. and so. On. But you got them right. Raleigh, right. Raleigh is second. I think they, they estimate now that it has about 483,000, and Charlotte has a little over 900,000. And then uh, Greensboro has about 300,000, Durham about 287,000, Winston-Salem has about 250,000. And that's a lot more when the first time I ever looked at this, you know, when I was just a kid and I had my, my uh, what do you call it, my Rand McNally out, and it had a list of the populations of the various cities. Well, Henry, thank you for calling in tonight and straightening us out about the population. And, All right. Well, look, one more thing I want to say is uh, the way Charlotte got its population is uh, that it is annexed to the entire county. Ah, uh, yes. So it's it's all of Mecklenburg. It's not a very big county, but it is all within the city of Charlotte. Is that, that what you're saying? Yes, sir. And also, uh, that's what Jacksonville, Florida did years ago. And now nowadays, Charlotte has a larger city population than Atlanta, Georgia does. Oh, yeah, within, right. And it's it's uh, interesting how how that is the case in, in a number of places. For instance, Charlotte has a larger population than about half of the cities that have major league ball teams, like St. Louis yep. and so on, for the same reason. Right. The, the spectacular example of annexation like that is someplace like Virginia Beach, where they annexed what was a huge county that they didn't get much population, but they got political control of the whole area. And, uh-huh. and well, so, I'm going to let you go now because you might have some other callers, but nice talking with you. Well, uh, thank you. It's nice talking to you, too. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Henry from Raleigh. You are welcome. We, we have some open lines now, and uh, it's a good chance for you to queue up. 919 is the area code, 860-9783. And since uh, since uh, Henry took care of the the question there uh, about the five uh, largest cities in North Carolina, let's talk about the five largest cities in America and see if there are any surprises there in terms of population. The five large, largest cities in America, in terms of population, we also had Zanta uh, uh, Zanta reduced uh, one of the list of books. So. She was knew that Gone with the Wind was written by Margaret Mitchell and uh, Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger to Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, here's another set of three books. I want you to tell me who the author of these books were. And they, this is going to be harder than one before, but I'm throwing down the gauntlet now. I'm throwing down a challenge, and let's see if you can come up with the answer to this one. One of my favorite books when I was in, in junior high, well, I was, actually was in high school, and, and one that had a lot of influence, a book called On the Road. If you can tell me who wrote On the Road, that's number one in this set. Beloved, who wrote that book? And finally, All the King's Men. And if you've not uh, read that book or seen the movie, it's a, it's a wonderful movie. And it's uh, fiction, but based on a 
historical reality that's worthy of knowing about. So we've got three, and uh, the challenge is out. Will anybody in the audience, in fact, Anthony, if you know any of these, you can come back. Uh, this will be where you uh, get a, uh, usually we only let a person have one a night. But uh, on the road, beloved, and all the king's men, 860 wptf we are still looking. We are still looking for the uh, capitals of the Canadian provinces. There are, I think, eleven or twelve provinces, and you are invited to take three. So you could take the easiest three. Uh, some of them just just are per- perfectly obvious. But in any case, that that could be your your way in. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. If you know the capitals of the Canadian provinces and Basketball coaches, Division I, uh, NCAA, uh, the five winningest coaches. And uh, let me see if I can get my my computer to work here. I've got so many different kinds of questions tonight. I've had to employ some circuitous ways of getting answers. But what I want is the five. And one of the coaches on this list turned uh, a milestone this week. It's not really a milestone, but he, he got a number that gave him two zeros after the number we're talking about, and he is, uh, it was in the newspaper, headlined in, in, in the triangle, but uh, this coach uh, is number three on the list. There are, in the top five, four of the coaches coached in the Atlantic Coast Conference, and uh, the, the one who's number one is in the Atlantic Coast Conference, as well as number two, number three, and uh, number five. Number five is, is a coach who is retired and no longer alive, but we ought to have in this uh, kind of home of basketball where the game between the, the colors of blue takes place tomorrow night. Someone who knows the answer to the five winningest coaches among uh, the coaches uh, of Division One NCAA basketball. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Brittany, do we have any callers on the line? Yes, we have Dale from Benson on the line. Dale from, I was thinking about Dale recently, so it would be nice to talk to him. Dale, good evening. How are you? You were thinking about me recently? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, no. Have I talked to you since uh, we did the Buddy Holly show? Did you listen that night? Yes. I, I talked to you on uh, your tribute show after that. Right. Well, good. I, I, I always enjoy that show, and I always think of you. And uh, Stephen sends his regards. He doesn't get as much chance to be on with us as much as he used to be. Do you have a question you want to take tonight? Well, I'm going to take a stab at the, uh, the cities in the United States. The top five. All right. We're going to rock, we're going to rock with I'm this. The top on five. The line, huh? Okay, it's well, kind of tough. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, like I said, just going to take a stab at it. Okay, go for it. Well, let's see. Growing up, I remember it was New York, then Los Angeles, then Chicago. I don't know if that's changed, but I'm, I'm going to go with that. Well, you, you're right about that. Now, I would make the point that Chicago for a long time was number two uh, because it got to to growing early in the, well, it was more or less founded about 1830. And, you know, the, the improv group, uh, the improv place in Chicago where a lot of the comics start out is Second called City. Second City. And so... Uh, and Chicago, I think, thinks of itself as, as the second city. But but you're right. It's uh, New York, New York, L.A., and Chicago. Now, let's just see if you can come up with 
two more to <laughs> fill oh, out God. the five. I'm not going to let you all quit that either. No, okay. All right. All right. I asked for it. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess uh, Dallas. Well, you're thinking right, but you picked the wrong one. Okay. Think about another city in Texas. Okay. Well, I'm not, I don't think it's Buddy Holly's hometown, Lubbock. I don't think that's no, it. No, 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 <laughs> uh, no, I'll I go don't. with Houston. Houston, right. Houston is uh, about uh, 2.3 million. And the other one is another one of those places that has grown a lot because of the existence of air conditioning. And see if you can come up with that. It is the capital of its state, by the way. Atlanta? No, no, no. Further west. Capital, uh... Dry heat is what they always say about this place when it's 118. Capital. It's in the uh, Cactus League. Is that where the Cactus League is? Uh, you're just drawing a blank is what you're doing. That's the capital. Uh, let's see. The Texas League? No, no, no. I mean, I, what we want is the, the name of the city, and I'm going to give it to you. It's Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, okay. I never, I never would have got that. So Phoenix I was going to say something like uh, maybe like uh, San Francisco or San Diego or Denver, but that, that would have been uh, well, Phoenix. Well, it's, uh, it's good that we got that one out there. So the top five are New York. You got that, and uh, L.A., and uh, Chicago, and Houston. I've got to look at my card. I can't keep my mind on this. Houston and Phoenix, and then one of the old line cities that if we had done this uh, 30 or 40 years ago, we would have had, instead of Phoenix, probably something like Detroit and you know some other Rust Belt cities. Right, but, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, but things have changed. Uh, but Philadelphia is the number six, and that's as far as I wrote down there. I, I could could go back to the whole list, but Philadelphia has about a million and a half even today. And, I, and it's pretty well, it's not growing, but I think in terms of population, but it's holding its own. And uh, So there's the top six. Okay. Thank you for joining us. I hope I, I, I'm, I'm getting to where I'm getting braver and, and I used to be in saying things that maybe I shouldn't say, but uh, you may be totally opposed to this, but I hope if you are not that you've gotten your vac- vaccine. I'll, I'll use you to pick on us the example tonight. Well, your... um, it's, I'm waiting for everybody else to get it, especially the you know, people that need it. You know, and uh, yeah, also the, you know, the, you know the people, you know, in the first line are, you know, people in the first line of defense. I, right. I'm doing okay. Well, good. I, well, look out know, for yourself. I don't hear from you as often, so I don't know when if anything happens to you. One reason I thought of that is that I know in Dunn they were cranking, they were cranking them out today. They had a a big clinic over there, and we're expecting to do something like 3,000 shots or something today. But keep blowing that horn and take care of yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure, Tom. Call when you can. Will do. Dale from Benson, one of the members of our radio family, and uh, we're glad to hear from him always. Tom Kearney here on WPTF. I'm going to have to see if I can get my clock to working again. It is time to take a break, and we'll have time to take a couple more questions and answers. So uh, if you uh, know the provincial capitals of Canada, if you know who uh, wrote the book On the Road or Beloved or uh, All the King's Men, those are the three that are out there for you to answer to. And the winningest basketball coaches, who has the most victories, who's second, who's third. And we will entertain your answers right after this. Nine fifty-two at WPTF. We've got time for a couple of callers, 
and I'm going to have to send out a search party to see what has happened to our friend Alan, who usually was our cleanup person and came along about this time and answered the questions that had not been answered. And we've got time to take a couple of quickies, if you can dial pretty quickly, and uh, you can represent yourself. Uh, I've got a list of three books, and I want you to tell me the authors of the books. Uh, One of them is a book called On the Road, very influential in the 1950s, Uh, a book called Beloved, and All the King's Men. I was telling uh, our producer that that's a book I read a long time ago, and I've seen the movie All the King's Men, and it's it's worthy taking your time to watch that. It's about a... It's it's fiction, but it's about something a true incident, something that actually happened, and I'm, I'm not going to give it away until somebody answers it because I heck I can use it again. Uh, so, uh, on the road, beloved is another volume, and all the king's men. I, what I want to know is the author of each one of those books. I want to know the provincial capitals of Canada: British Columbia, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba. Ontario, Quebec, uh, Nova Scotia, etc. St. John's, and it's combined now, I think, with uh, with Labrador. And uh, you can uh, call 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. What I want to know is the uh, five winningest coaches in the Division One of the NCAA. One of the coaches got a signal win this week. It was in our newspaper. It was headlined. Four of the five, I believe I arrived at the conclusion earlier, are now coaches in the uh, Atlantic Coast Conference. In fact, the leader and the second and third are all in the Atlantic Coast Conference. I think there's one out of the five that isn't ACC. If you can get the top three, you will be naming Atlantic Coast Conference coaches, and one of those got Number 900 this week, but I want to know if the three, 860-WPTF, 860-9783. We've got some good answers tonight. The, the top five uh, cities in population in North Carolina, Charlotte, Raleigh, Greensboro, Durham, and Winston-Salem. And the top five countries, towns in population, New York in the United States, New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston, and Phoenix. Just we threw in as a footnote uh, number six, which is Philadelphia. Brittany, have you got Jim Croce queued up there to come in about fifty six twenty? I don't know. I do, but we do have a caller really fast. We have Greg. Mm-hmm. From Give Durham. us a real, real quick caller. Okay, who is this? Hello. Hey, Tom. This is Greg from Durham. Okay, if you have an answer, give it really quickly because we are just about out five, of time. Five top coaches. I think it's Coach Gay of Trinity College, otherwise known as Duke. Jim Beheim of Syracuse. Roy Williams of Carolina, I think Bobby Knight of Indiana, and Dean Smith of Carolina. I think you're right about that, but I'm not sure about Bobby Knight. I'll have to check on that, but you certainly got the top three. Thank you so much, and I'm sorry Thank you, Tom. You, you didn't get here earlier. Here's Jim yes, Crutcher. Have a good weekend. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you for your time. Oh, you've been so much more.